Yo, Reggie, you ready to record this thing? Hell yeah, daddy. All right, we're back with another episode of The Nomads. I'm here with my co-host, Allie. Allie, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good for a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, happy 315. And to everyone who doesn't know what that means, it's just a deadline here in the tax world. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that deadline anymore. Yeah, it's fucking miserable. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're look at us. Uh, what is this back-to-back weeks recording? Three in a row. Three in a, we're having a fucking roll, ladies and gentlemen. You guys should be proud of us. Um, amidst busy season, we're still on a roll. Right, right. It's it's not. It's like nine o'clock at night. I'm about to fall asleep. You know, the usual Monday night things, but. As always, I guess, we're, uh, this is going to be a really quick episode. It's a uh, what we like to refer to as a catch-up episode, right? Not catch-up, but we're catching up on our lives yeah. uh, and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I guess before we roll into like just the quick things we have, um, we're going to start with our segment, the beer of the night. Allie. Why don't you tell the people the beer that I had tonight? Because I don't want to butcher the, pro- <laughs> the pronunciation of it. <laughs> I just want you guys to know I'm doing this because Reggie doesn't know how to pronounce it. So, I'm th- But I'm glad I get to be a part of it. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Reggie is drinking Insomniac's Daydream. Tell, tell us more about this beer. The can is beautiful. You'll see it on the gram. Right, yeah. Um. The, the can is really pretty. We love a fucking pretty can. Yeah, you're going to see it on the gram. We started, Um, if you go to our Instagram, we started this highlights thing of the beer of the nights because, I don't know, I, we're going to keep the segment going for as long as I enjoy these beers. But, yeah, this beer is um really good. It's coming out of a microbrewery in New York called Timber Ales, and they are known to have just really, like, flavorful beers. You know what I mean? Like, this one, like, when I first, like, drank it, it was, like, eh, like, not, like, my favorite, like, off-rip, but, like, you know, obviously, like, you start a beer, like, you have to finish it. So I kept drinking it, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, it is flavored with, you know, toppy. It's a little creamy, right? But uh, I guess, like, it has, it smells really good. Sometimes you get those beers that smell really good, so I, I enjoy that aspect of it. And then it it's just really hoppy and, like, Normally, like, you'll drink, like, a hop, a hoppy beer, like, you know, double hop beer, triple hop beer, whatever. And it's like, okay, it hits you, but then it leaves, like, that, like, taste in your mouth, right? Like, after. But this one is, like, a, like a smoother hop on the back end. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's like a, like, some people say via, like, the untapped app, it's like a hop oil, which is just smooth, like on the tongue and in the mouth and everything. So I, I enjoyed it. Solid, you know, three, seven, four, depending on the day, you know, out of five. So very good beer, very pretty can. How does it compare to the other night's beer of the night? Oh, I, bro, I don't even remember what the fuck we had <laughs> the other night. So give me, oh, oh. Uh, the other night, well, I've drank so much beers since we last recorded like five days ago. So the other one I had was Blue Raspberry. Um, I don't know, two very different beers. Um, one is just a regular, you know, new uh, American IPA. And the other one was a sour, a fruit sour. I'm not 
the biggest sour guy on the planet. I'm more of an IPA guy. So, oh, so I'd it give... wasn't a cider, it was a sour. Yeah, it was a sour. Okay. Um, I'd give this one the edge just based off my personal taste, but you know, teach your own. So, when you say it's smooth, like it smells good, what do you mean by that? Like, does it, does this one smell fruity or does it just not smell as beery? So, the sour literally smelled like a, like a blueberry. Oh. And this one just like smells like good. It has like good aroma around it. So, yeah, you know, good taste, good smell. Can't complain with that. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, that is the beer of the night, you know, brought to you by my local liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to say brought to you by the Nomads. Like, it's supposed to be right. that. Right? Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> it's supposed to promote. <laughs> Maybe one day. Um, but yeah, very, yeah, that's the beer of the night segment. We all roll into talking about the giveaway. Yes. Um, all the details will be posted on the Instagram page this week. Probably when you guys are listening to this. Yes. Right? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's going to be fucking lit. Like, uh, we're hyped. Like, we've been working on this for like, we've been talking about this for like three weeks now. We have been. Yeah. Should but we give them we- some details or should we wait for... The grand post. I mean, yeah. we could, we could, uh, I guess like, I, I don't know. Like I was going to say like, it's going to require some work from everyone listening. Right. And everyone who follows us on Instagram. And then there's some cool prizes and shit. Like the actual raffle and giveaway and all that stuff is going to be fire. We're, we still need to talk through how we're going to pick like the winner. Right? Are we gonna do like uh I know there's like a spin wheel or whatever? We could hop on live and just like yeah, let me do the spin wheel. Figure that's right, the cool. easiest way. Cool, cool. Yeah. So that I'm yeah I'm fucking excited. Like we we really uh thought this one through. So we're excited for it. Yeah, it'll be fucking lit. Um, the other thing that we wanted to this just like the housekeeping portion and uh this episode's not gonna be. As long as the last one, like we don't have the energy or content <laughs> for 50 minutes tonight. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we wanted to mention that, you know, the last episode was a Massachusetts episode and I thought we fucking killed it. But because of time constraints, you know, we did leave out a couple of things and the people kept fucking asking for it. So we might be doing a part two. Probably yes, have yeah. to do a part two. Yeah. We probably will have to do a part two about this absolutely wonderful state. Am I right, Allie? Yes, wonderful. Right, right. You know what I just realized, though? What's that? I've only messed with girls from Massachusetts. And, I mean, <laughs> Allie, at, at the moment, is single, so... <laughs> is that is that saying something? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying the girls from this state just aren't good? No, I guess they're good. Not- but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I can tell you, really, I was not a fan of the really girls matter. down south, that's for sure. Why is that? <laughs> oh yeah, they were like hairy, right? When we go to the North Carolina episode, I'll, I'll tell some of my like worst date stories, Tinder dates. Oh yeah, jeez, <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. That seems like so long ago, but that was literally like less than a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is wild. But um, yeah, so we might be doing a second part of Mass. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you guys listened to the last episode and thought we missed anything, 
feel free to DM us on either on the Nomads Instagram or our personal ones and send us anything that you would like to have discussed on the next episode of part two. Um, But yeah, and I guess we'll roll into the more current event, right? Yes. So Allie and I obviously went to the same college and for the first time ever in school history, our uh, university is going fucking dancing, baby. Let's you hot, you hot. <laughs> yeah, so um, the University of Hartford got the automatic qualifying bid out of the American East for um, like the first time in uh, school history. So that's fucking sick. And, you know, if it wasn't for the pandemic last year, I'm going to come out and say it right now, the shit would have happened last year. We had to wait 364 days. You know, for the makeup game, at here we are, back to back years in the championship game. So you know, wait, I thought they a, did do March Madness the last year without spectators. No, no. So last year it was it was literally suspended as like around this time. So right when everything was about to happen. So um, you know, some some people and some of the people is me are saying that you know this should have been the second appearance in school history, but you know we'll take it. This one counts. We have a very tough, tough matchup with um, the University of Baylor. Uh, they were ranked, you know, top two all year. But mm-hmm. it's March and the dogs are fucking barking. Everyone loves a Cinderella star story. And who knows? You well, you... could go ahead. No, I remember. I don't know. I don't know what year this was. It was mad years back, but it was the Florida Gulf Coast Women's League. That yep. literally was like the underdog, and they went and ran. They they won the whole thing. So I, yeah. I believe in you, Hart. Got to got to stay strong with the alma mater here. Yeah, it it literally could happen. I mean, it's I've we've seen wild more wild things happen, and you know there, it you Hart is a sixteen seed versing a number one seed. But hey, the only one, the only sixteen seed to ever in the history of March Madness upset a number one seed came out of the American East. UMBC did it a couple years ago. So what's stopping you heart from doing it, you know? So um, we're excited for that. I will be a mess alcoholically um, (laughs) watching the game Friday night. Um, (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I, we just wanted to share that news with, you know, it's really exciting for, you know, like a, smaller school to do something like this so even yeah. you know as things are shaping back into nor- getting normal so yeah fun I, stuff fun times i wish there were spectators so i definitely would have went to the game oh yeah if uh you heart was allowing people at the game saturday morning i would have been there 1000 percent. and if the tournament isn't uh indie if they were allowing fans i probably would have made the drive down for the you heart game Yes. <laughs> that would have been a cool experience, but you know, we got a a little bit longer with these uh rules and regulations, but hopefully next time he hearts in the dance we'll all be able to go. Um, but yeah, I guess now we're going like just like we said, like a quick little catch up like of what we've been doing, um, like travel wise and like all that stuff. Um you know, yeah, I guess I'll 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 leave it up to Allie to start with her a couple of mini trips that she did just because like we haven't really um 
talked about ourselves since we said we were coming back and then we disappeared for like uh, three months. So, you know, yeah, just going to give you guys a quick little life update. Uh, yeah. So I went to California and Florida uh, recently to go look at some apartments uh, for my new job because I settled on one. And, you know, if you remember back, if you're a real listener, you listen to mine and Reggie's podcast about how COVID was affecting the airline. So I actually had two different experiences because flying to California, I flew United. Yeah, I flew United. And then flying to Florida, um, I flew Delta. And nothing's really changed from that podcast. Like Delta keeps the middle seat open no matter what. Like you don't have to pay extra to keep the middle seat open. So I had a window seat. There was no one in the middle seat. And then um, someone on the aisle. But in California, um, it did not matter. Like United, they still operated at like a lower capacity. But the middle seats, like someone could be sitting right next to you. So on my flight to California, the plane was pretty empty. I had no one around me. But my flight back from California was pretty packed. I had someone right next to me in the middle seat and then someone next to her in the aisle um, I definitely felt safer on Delta, but uh, I did not catch COVID on, on either trips. Good. Good. So. We love that. That's good news. Um, and then you had a short little trip to finalize basically like your new job um, in, to Florida and actually find, you know, somewhere to live. So you wouldn't be homeless in the streets of Florida. Um, and how was that? It was great. So, yeah. Um, oh, wait. Before you start, keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. Oh, actually. Nah, right, right, right. Uh, so, so, yeah. Well, thank you, Reggie. Like, so, yeah, I decided um, after I had, like, the most terrible flight back from California with um, an emergency landing and, like, whatever, um, I decided Florida was the better bet because – it was just a shorter flight. If anything did go wrong, I wouldn't have to like coordinate a huge airport pickup and it's just a lot cheaper. So the apartments I was looking at like one bedroom apartments in California and anywhere decent was like 1800 if you wanted something nice, but it was like run down, like wasn't really modern. So when I was in Florida, absolute beautiful apartment, I have a rooftop pool, a first floor pool, um, way below my budget, what I wanted to spend. Um, and I'm right in the middle of everything. I'm right in downtown St. Petersburg. So I can walk to all the bars, all the restaurants, the new pier that they just built. And the beaches there are absolutely gorgeous. It's on the Gulf side. So it's white sand, blue water. Um, and I'm really excited. And yeah, we'll keep it PG. With some action on the wow. beach after are hours. Are you kidding? If, if you guys, first of all, if you're not 21 and up, turn this <laughs> off right now. And if you guys are by action, I'm I'm not even I don't I don't engage in that those types of activities because I don't go to the beach. But hmm. well, yeah, you know I'll I just... didn't get too sandy. No one got too sandy. No one's cheeks no, got, got too sandy. But uh, we'll just leave Jesus. it at that because I don't. I, um... This is not a sex podcast. Yeah, no, it's not a sex <laughs> yeah. podcast. So <laughs> next thing you know, you're gonna. <laughs> You're going to see on our stories, oh, swipe up to follow the nomads after dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to start a fucking OnlyFans page and all that. Great. But yeah, no, maybe Great. one of our episodes <laughs> in the future will be like, you know, beach sex tips, 
or something like tips. that. So, tips and tricks for us. Tips and trips. She's a professional beach sex person now. <laughs> um a, a woman of many talents right yeah yeah <laughs> but that was that was it too like that that's basically it that's the update i know everyone's probably like oh callie's you know all hyped and like they're like oh why didn't you pick callie guys it would have been miserable there it's so expensive to live there and this yeah. this podcast didn't blow up yet so i can't afford right. it i can't be looking at all these people driving g-wagons and i'm driving my honda you know just you see g-wagons and like foreign cars there like you see camrys yeah. over here on the east coast <laughs> you see toyota yeah. camrys it's like the equivalent and yeah not you know the cost of living is one thing and like the fucking cost of gas alone oh dude it was almost five dollars a gallon over there yeah it's, it's fucking ridiculous yeah um i mean i think california is a great state to visit oh it's one of my favorite states it's beautiful yeah but i think living there you just have to be you know different different parts in your life yeah like i would op- i would love a a move to california you know but maybe at a later stage in life but it's always a great place to visit yeah i mean later on in life when i'm more established i wouldn't be i wouldn't I'd be, i would be down to because you have mountains you have beaches like it's just it has everything there but yeah. maybe one day <laughs> yep yeah and i guess uh as for me so i celebrated a birthday last month and Ooh, happy uh, birthday. Thanks, thanks. Um, so the trip that uh, I took was just, you know, a little short drive to Cooperstown, New York. Uh, and everyone, you know, who doesn't know what that place has to offer. So it has to offer the Baseball Hall of Fame. It was a short, uh, not a short drive. It was like three, three and a half or whatever. But it was sick. Um, baseball Hall, of Fame, that was my first time there. So once you get to Cooperstown, see how much uh, like the Baseball Hall of Fame like revolves around like that town. And, you know, I typically we got talking to, you know, the locals that like work there and live there all year. And they were like, yeah, like it was, you know, the pandemic uh, hit them hard just because like they make the guy was telling us. Yeah, he was like, yeah, the weekend of the Hall, Hall of Fame inductions, they make enough money to cover all expenses for the entire year in that one weekend that's crazy yeah so they they bank hard on that weekend and you know with covid and everything like reduced capacity and everything uh and everything uh that just made it really hard it delayed some people's plans i know one of the places we went to the guy was like planning on retiring right and the pandemic just um like held that up for him and everything so that was just uh, like i was just like mind blown to see like yo that's crazy that you know just a small weekend like that can lead to such big profits and everything um another thing the hotel was great the views were incredible and the baseball hall of fame itself was fucking sick it was so well put together um I've been to the Basketball Hall of Fame and, you know, I think the Baseball Hall of Fame is just way better set up and everything than the Basketball Hall of Fame. And I'm a bigger basketball guy than I am baseball guy. So that's saying a lot. Um, Cooperstown was cool. Um, I mean, getting into Cooperstown, like, (laughs) I mean, like we were like uh, 20 minutes out from Cooperstown and it was like you were in like North Dakota or something. For like a little bit, really? bro. Like I lost like cell phone service. I was like, oh my god! Like, 
what the <laughs> like what the hell is going on and everything um but once he got there it was cool great eats good food we did a whiskey tasting um got very drunk at the whiskey tasting spent like two hundred dollars at the place got like a bottle of whiskey that like I keep my my like taste buds aren't built for it yet so yeah yeah I'm working on it so like I had like like you know whiskey like on the rocks or whatever and I was like I took like a sip and I was like (laughs) (laughs) yo the face you just made (laughs) um so you know that that was that but we're working on it um what else the food was fantastic the hotel was like amazing the hotel was really good um the town i think has a lot to offer and i would love to see it you know during a non-pandemic year and uh you know during like the hall of fame and just see how many different you know people and faces and like all that stuff that you got to see i feel like that'd be really cool so definitely um a trip back is definitely in the works you know with the boys and gals whoever wants to join like y'all down um they do baseball tournaments there, right? Like, yeah, and- yeah, yeah. They do a bunch of tournaments like throughout the year. There's like a bunch of fields nearby, so yeah, dude. I'll get drunk and watch a bunch of. All right, maybe not. Let me let me stop myself. <laughs> but I mean, I'm always down to watch baseball games. That's what I'm hinting at. Um, gotcha. Yeah, it was a cool little trip, and you know, we have a couple lined up uh, over the next couple months. But you'll have to listen to more of the Nomads to hear about it. Yes. But so you said you felt like you were driving to North Dakota. So is it is it in like a happening city? Like it's just in the middle of nowhere. But it's like it a- was in the middle of nowhere. Um, like getting to the town was like, like I literally saw like horses and like stuff like that for like I want to say like a good twenty twenty five miles. And I was like, wow. yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like I thought, like yo, this is like the baseball. I, but then again, it makes sense because it is the baseball thing, the sport with the most potential that just, you know, all right, that's just a whole different story that I don't want to get into right now. Let the kids have fun, <laughs> all that stuff. So, but yeah, that was my trip. It was, it was fun. I had a great time. Um, but yeah, I guess that's pretty much everything that we have for this episode. Like we said, we wanted to keep it really short. Um, yeah, I don't know, Ali, do you have, Anything else? No, just make sure you follow the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Enter the giveaway. Yeah, fat. I mean, yo, literally, like for the giveaway, like you're you're getting free stuff. Like everyone who listens, everyone who follows, like make sure you show us some fucking love on there because like you're you have a chance to win something for free for doing the most minimal work that there is. <laughs> And if you show us love, there's more to come because we have other ideas for other giveaways. So. Oh, yeah. Allie's got big plans for other giveaways. And I'm, you know, <laughs> on the reserve side for right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, Allie, do you have anything else we want to share with the people tonight? No, Reggie, take it away. All right. As always, flights never fights.